like that everything is kind of like turned out the way it has, like the way that I'm this not. thing manifested. And I like, know I'm not because you've been talking about doing this for a long time. I know, God, I take for freaking ever to do well, shit that I say I want to do. But here it is, every piece of equipment manifested. In the green books, we can manifest everything instantly. That's what it says. It can, out of ethers. And you and I know this is a quantum possibility slash probability that beings can do that. Yes. And are capable of doing so. Yes. We know that. Yes. But we mustn't scare the muggles this okay. early on in All the right. program. Okay. We don't have to. It's okay. You know, we can. We can just go, like, to level level five. You get five weirds. <laughs> Out of five, you know, it's okay. we'll start. <laughs> we have a scale we'll of one to five we'll of woo woo, like, and there's like five woos, okay. dude. Yeah, like that's keep a woo 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 woo. We'll keep the woo woo on the low, low down. We will, we will stick to, I swear, just the law of attraction and uh, nothing controversial, definitely nothing concerning. <laughs> Anything to do with controversial it. subjects that shall not be named. Players are <laughs> definitely not planting face first in the soccer pitches in record numbers isn't really happening because we're not tracking it. Nope. Just isn't happening. So we're not gonna talk about nonsense that can get us canceled from okay. the jump. Though I did admit in the first um, episode that it was likely, you know, just because of the mouth I got on me that eventually someone is going to take enough offense to the shit I say <laughs> to try to ruin whatever this is and uh, well, let's not what speak would your, that into existence, though. We're definitely not recording that at this exact <laughs> moment. And uh, at the same time, you, you know what your, your sensei would say about that, right? Yes. Well, what would he say? Um, well, he would say a lot of things. Um, it would be a long monologue. Yes, <laughs> it, would, it would be a long monologue with lots of analogies. Really of pontificating. cool ones. Mm -hmm. Really, really cool ones. And I just There'd be a few F-bombs in that, right? Yeah, I'd be... Why? I know because we're free speech absolutists around here. Got it, Canada? Free speech. Hey, Say whatever the hell you want. I'm Canadian. I know you are. That's why I brought it up. We could talk about you're big Monsieur in Canada. Trudeau. You're big in Canada. Don't be bashing on the Canadians. No, I'm. I love Canadians. <laughs> Their government, like, like when I, you know, I admit, like, this is super ungentlemanly, but when I say I have to use the restroom and in a more I don't know, deconstructive way than normally, like the second option. I always say I'm taking a Trudeau. So I think we're going to try to have to make that hashtag Trudeau mean shit. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, see. Should I not have said see, that already? Yeah, no. See, we're just getting started here. Oh, we are. Are, are you a Trudeau <laughs> fan? I'm sorry. No. I forgot to like. Gosh, no. Yeah, he's such a. But we don't want to get you banned on your second podcast. He has no power. It's Canada. Let's be real, dude. Our That's National true. Guard could wipe That's him true. out. Just, just them. Satan he, he almost got taken out by truckers. And like he has to like hide in alleys and dip in. Anyway, it's too early in the program uh, to yeah, talk too yeah. much crap about. S stick with the program. Dictator wannabes, people that admire <laughs> We're going the way CCP. Off topic. Dude, that's how I knew we'd, we. This is going to be an off-road adventure. You're going to okay. love it, man. We, we just won't even, roll the cart. We haven't even gotten to number one yet. And we haven't even done the intro yet. No. Number Hello, one. everyone. Number one. I call that a Klaus Schwab. Because I'm sure Satan. he loves golden showers. Like, Satan class. Satan class. <laughs> <laughs> Bell Schnickel's evil older brother. He just like he doesn't even vip you. He just <laughs> <laughs> he has dungeons. I can't even get into it. It's too much even for. <laughs> okay, I'll start it off. I'm Leslie. Oh, oh, we're gonna start the show. Oh yes, yes. This has been entirely. We've been. I've been talking for like four minutes. We've All both right. been talking. Let's be yeah. honest. 
Uh, and I'm gonna just do this intro. Sorry if it sucks or if it's 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 all organic, guys. You know this is not gonna resemble what it looks like in podcast 200 or 400 when I actually finally get a Jamie or a producer who knows what the hell they're doing, much less knows how to edit on GarageBand because I'm 42 and I had no technological background my entire life growing up. So stick with me while we figure this out. Here. What's going on, my brothers and sisters? Yeah, you can hear the intro. Aunties and uncles, monks, Kabbalists, wizards, mystics, sons and daughters of God. Welcome to Mr. Woo Woo. Yeah, he is Mr. Woo Woo. That's me, Joshua Ramey. Uh, I don't know, part time metaphysician part-time muggle or at least we all pretend to be in some point and my personal sensei and the great leslie abbott's personal sensei yay we're welcoming it to our second podcast i've been talking about doing this for many years she's heard me uh <laughs> mentioning the the thought form of making it happen and now uh due to my and my wife's herculean efforts finally made it happen shout out to offer up thank you for being an awesome <laughs> awesome website uh, they're not a sponsor of the show, but damn it, they should be one day. They are awesome. If you don't have OfferUp already, what are you doing? Sell your stuff and get some money for it. It's hard times. It's on the grind. Do it. Um, <laughs> uh, I had a list of uh, things stuff. to talk about. Yeah. yeah, stuff to talk about. But we were doing so so well talking about the, the freedom struggle that's yeah. uh, been happening this last <laughs> thankfully i escaped from the country 20 years ago because apparently it's hard to escape from there now you did i i hate to point out that you use the word escape but um <laughs> I did. yeah we got guns so come down here we won't let that happen here um yeah he just did a handgun ban i heard yeah, i heard that too yeah he's trying to strip the populace of being able to defend no themselves allowed in canada anyways isn't there gun control i thought there was canada? hunting at least <laughs> like dudes are out there know. trapping beaver and, and, and hunting moose like for a long time right oh dude have you ever hunted a moose no i would never kill anything you know that oh okay sometimes like you know those gals from up north they get that switch and they're yeah, just like no, super no, home no, gardens no, and then no, they just no, like no. i just not disemboweled me. this entire elk by not myself me. not you no not i take you. spiders out of the house Oh, that's so Buddhist. I do that too when they're in the office. I won't let Brad kill the uh, gophers in our backyard. Oh man, that must so drive him bonkers. Gonna, well, now he's gonna get interlock brick everywhere so that they don't. <laughs> that's a very godly. He's a godly man, and I'm glad that he's doing that. He's gonna get good karma for that, uh, without question. <laughs> so, I wanted to ask you, yes. like, why you think I brought you on this podcast? I think it's because I have such an incredible personality. <laughs> no, and I'm very, and I'm very humble. No, it's because um, you wanted me to share my story of how we met and how you changed. Well, you wanted me to tell the story to everyone else because you already know it. I'm and, happy to be a part of that story. And, uh, it was an amazing experience. So let me tell you my story, you guys, of how I met Mr. Joshua Ramey. Oh so. I was experienced, I don't know how long ago it was. It was probably at least 10 years ago, maybe longer, right? 13, maybe, something around there. It was a long time ago. I was experiencing severe vertigo. Mm. I was suffering for about six months, dizzy all the time, nauseous all the time, passing out in public places, doctor's appointments, 
CAT scans, MRIs, neurologists, nobody could figure it out what was wrong with me. And one day, um, while I was having about, I was driving in my car in um, Frazee Road in San Diego, and my car started spinning, and I knew I had to pull over, else I was going to get in a car accident. And I pulled into a little strip mall, and there was a Massage Envy on the top floor. Not a sponsor, not Not a a sponsor, (laughs) adamantly. (laughs) Which I happen to be be. a membership. I have a membership there. Even though I had never been to that particular Massage Envy, Mm -hmm. I was just waiting for the dizziness to subside. It was midday. It was a work day. Thankfully, it was like around lunch hour. I think it was around 12.15. And I held onto the banister, climbing the stairs, those big do you remember the big yes. concrete stairs? And I'm yeah, thinking to myself, as I'm concrete. going up the stairs, going, Dangerous. this would be a bad place <laughs> to to pass out yep. because I would be dead. And there was an elevator. So halfway up, I'm thinking I should have taken the elevator because this might be the end of it. Yep. Right. Yep. So I walk in. <laughs> so, so, it's true. Right and then I run to the door to grab the door handle oh because God. I'm like basically walking sideways. Yeah. And then I open the door and then I run to the desk and I say, hey, you don't happen to have anyone available, do you? And she goes, yeah, we actually just had a cancellation. If you don't mind doing a 45-minute instead of one hour, oh, that's right. you can 45. see Josh. I said, great. <laughs> so they gave me the paperwork. Back then, you had to fill out the paperwork. So much paperwork. Because <laughs> it wasn't my home right. massage envy, right? right? They, they do jealously guard those. And the questions, yeah. I can remember some of the questions because I hate to lie. And some of the me questions too. were, have you experienced dizziness? No. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so I lie, 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 check, 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 check. And I go in and I lie down and you come in and we did not speak to each other. True story. Like, I think we did the initial, like, introduction. What do you need? I said, just give me a quick massage. I didn't say anything about my dizziness. I didn't Mm. say anything. You gave me a quick massage. Mm. I got up. I left and never had vertigo again. It was 45 minutes, and I get, actually gave you body work. I didn't just mm-hmm. go straight to craniosacral and No, no, you no. You just gave me a massage. Oh, no shit. Because I remember holding your head at the end, and I had your temporal bones, because you mentioned, I was just like, is something going on? And you mentioned, like, I was feeling dizzy. I did? You, yeah, you mentioned oh, that. Oh, I, I can't remember that. And I was just I like, I thought we oh, hadn't okay. spoken at all, because this was a long time ago. But anyways. Fuzzy so, memories. So, then... I called when the vertigo didn't come back because I thought that was just, you know, maybe because it did. It came, it came and went. The right. vertigo came and went. Right. So after two weeks went by and it had not returned. Right. I called that massage envy, couldn't remember your name, asked them and he, she laughed at me. She said, I said, I'd like to make an appointment with Josh. Right. And mm-hmm. she, she laughed and said, he's booked three weeks out. And I said, Why? And she said, because he's a Reiki practitioner. I said, what's mm. that? She's like, I don't know, but he's booked three weeks out. <laughs> and Some so, <laughs> stuff. And so I waited three weeks, and I couldn't wait to tell you that you had, you know, miraculously cured me of my vertigo. That and lovely. so let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that Josh didn't take any of the credit, gave it to the divine of course. Source. I do nothing. Um, that he was just a channel. And he explained to me how this whole healing energy 
works and how he was a channeler of divine source healing energy. And it was my higher self that actually made me get dizzy at that particular spot on the road in that area where he was, where his appointment canceled, where he was available because my higher self was ready for healing. Now, I generally don't go full on weird, like super far. I think this is the conversation we had when I'd seen you after, because I'd never saw you again until Vanessa. No, you told me that after then. You oh, said after any, that session? After the, the first session, wow. nothing. You must the have second been, like, session. Oh, we had a second yeah, session. That, that's with the second session. I came oh. to tell you you cured me, oh, right? right? And you told me all this, and you said, yeah, anyone can learn it. Anyone yeah. can learn how to do this. Yeah, Why wouldn't anyone want to learn how to transfer God's healing energy into everyone that they know, right? Why yeah. wouldn't they? I'm like, right? Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't anyone want to do That's that? So the I'm same thinking conclusion I came to, dude. Like when I heard like you could do Reiki and like like the stuff Mr. Miyagi was doing was actually real. Like <laughs> you don't have to rub your hands together, but right. you can actually channel a specific band of the Holy Spirit called Reiki. It's Japanese and and you could channel that at any distance or any time in your life. Mm -hmm. I thought it was absurd that people didn't immediately stop what they were doing. Right. And I don't care if you're selling ice cream. I don't care if you're CEO and just be like, time out. I'm doing that. I'm learning that right. as an experience. And you actually said exactly those to words to me then, but yet I still didn't do it. <laughs> I still didn't do it. Which was crazy. You, I worked there, I think, a little while longer, and then I lost track of you for like seven years. For seven years, or maybe and she eight. Remembered me. Maybe eight. No. So, so then and when I went at another and much better massage and be, <laughs> just to throw a little shadow to her. Uh, <laughs> that place was good to me, but like it was like. Well, that's where I met you, so it was really good to me. Each of the massage envies you should know, as because I could talk about them now that I no longer work for them, uh, is run by a different owner. And depending on whether that owner is a douchebag or not, will it's a franchise. Yeah. So some of them are owned by douchebags, and some of them are owned by really great people. Mm -hmm. And the one I eventually reconnected with, Leslie, was run by a very great person. And uh, it was many years later. I was dating my now, I think her wife, or she was like almost in the picture. Oh no, she. You were married to her. This wasn't. This was only oh, yeah. four years ago I that did. we reconnected. Because I was too lazy to like work at spas that make like forty to fifty bucks an hour. So, uh, but they let you make your own schedule, which is always dope. We traveled a bunch, so <laughs> we're we're working at one up in Claremont, and a client of mine says, "Oh, a friend of mine says she remembers you." I think, and I'd worked yeah. on her several times. And I was like, yeah, how well, is that, that possible? That was okay, so I lost track of you for like right. eight years. You weren't at that massage envy mm -hmm. anymore. I couldn't remember your name, and then. <laughs> That girl who lived in my mm -hmm. uh, complex came home one day and said, you wouldn't believe this. I had a massage at the Massage Envy, and this guy cured my back problem that I've had for 10 years. She's a breast cancer nurse, so she's tall, and she's always bending over people, right? So, and I was like, his name wasn't Josh, was it? And she <laughs> said, yeah. I'm like, where is he? Where is he? I grabbed her. Where is he? Where is so he? So cool. And so I made an appointment with you because I had lost <laughs> you. And that was, I oh. think, eight or nine years after that first time we yeah. had met. And when I inevitably found you through her, right. I had only just done Reiki level one and Reiki level two for the weekend from that, you know, that girl, the oh, Cracker Jack box, you said, cra cra what did you oh, refer to? Cracker Box Jack. <laughs> Uh, Reiki Masters. And you're like, yeah, I yeah, need to you redo you. Reiki. Yeah, I need to redo you. Yeah, your yeah. attunement. Because people don't realize Reiki, the way it's transferred, 
is someone that has the the level and um, uh, the training of called a Reiki master teacher. It's like mm -hmm. if you're a Reiki master, you can learn how to download the symbols of Reiki into the electromagnetic field or aura of the person being attuned to it. So it's basically like you're downloading an app for somebody. Mm -hmm. And there's three levels to it. And if you know how, you can oh, basically I had only plug done level some one, in. By the way. You did level one. Yeah. That's but right. But that was only like three weeks before I reconnected with you. Yes. And you had like a funky energy about you. So I didn't know if sometimes the Reiki masters My, don't have the integrity. That funky energy maybe wasn't, was just me so elated to have found you. Well, I, well obviously Source had reconnected <laughs> us. So let me also yeah. tell you that because yeah. I, I missed a big part. So eight years went by or nine or 10 or however many it was of you telling me that anyone could do this right. and me not doing it. Right. Sure. Because I had two little boys and I was mm -hmm. working full time and, 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 and I, every year, um, I would set my goals January 1st, right. For the year. Mm -hmm. And every year I'd write the goals, right. Yeah. Buy a house, blah, 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 do this, do this. Oh, yeah. And I'd write, I'd write them all in order. Well, the year I reconnected with you, I had seen a Facebook post about writing down your yearly goals that year. And it said, if you'd been writing down the same goals for like a decade or so, which was me, right? Right. Maybe it wasn't a meme. It was like, it was a, like a message or something like a post. It said, switch it up and put the ones you put on the bottom on the top. Because wow. usually the ones you put on the bottom are the little ones, right? Get a dog volunteer more like all that kind of stuff right so I brought out my list from the previous year okay. which was about four years ago and I switched it up and doing Reiki getting Reiki accreditation okay was, was number there. one instead of ten okay okay yeah and then all I reversed the order uh -huh. and it was amazing because guess what happened on January 20th I signed up for my first Reiki weekend right with that cracker jack box for those yeah. of you listening that aren't like mystics or metaphysics, or you all think it's like ridiculously stupid, everything that we're talking about, that's okay. Welcome. We welcome <laughs> you too. Um, the premise behind writing down things is a transference of thought into the word, but the word made flesh. So if, if you're writing symbols of your thought, it makes it more concrete and manifestational if you're trying to oh, manifest right. a situation, a person, a goal, Anything. The reason even like the Egyptians wrote down, it was like considered a magic to be able to use writing, is that you're transferring the word from a more ephemeral state to a concretized uh, state by either speaking it aloud, using the word with your tongue, which is connected to your throat. Uh, excuse me. Uh, no kidding. It's connected to your throat. Duh. It's connected to your heart. <laughs> or you, you write it down and that brings that energy down into third dimensional uh, manifestation and hastens how quickly you're attracting something uh, to you via the law of attraction that most Which people know about. In point. this case, was really quick. Really quick. And you're really good at manifesting. I noticed that. Like, you visualize something and it, it generally happens. Crazy. Like, really fast. Really fast. Is it Why is that? Do you, use, do you have, see it very clearly? Like, the more detail that you use a lot of times as part of it, the more passion you put into it accelerates it. Neville Goddard said that you have to, like, see the manifestation in advance and live from it as opposed to thinking of the thing mm -hmm. you're thinking from the thing becoming a reiki practitioner was something easy to, for me to manifest okay. because it's something that i had been wanting to do since i had met you right? right right so it was easy to think it and speak it and believe it and envision it because mm -hmm. 
I wanted it so badly. Mm. The things that are more difficult to manifest are the things that we don't really know. Or, for example, me getting my first house, right? Like, right. that was so hard to manifest because... I didn't believe that I could get it because I didn't have the money. Where was I going to get the money? When there's a sliver of doubt, yeah, then demon. it doesn't manifest. That demon doubt. Right? So there right. was no sliver of doubt that I wanted to become a Reiki practitioner because I wanted to do what you were doing. And I had proof that it worked. That which it worked. With the vertigo thing. Yeah, without it. Without that, I would never believed in it but i right. believed in it because it happened to me right so that's awesome and the fact that you like picked up reiki and were like now i can add that to my life somehow you know i was so focused that's the most cost efficient app you could download into your iphone of self-awareness because it just gives if you're cold at in the winter times mm -hmm. and i'd always tell the ladies get attuned to reiki because you'll start buzzing and you'll start sending like you'll mm -hmm. you'll feel heat coming out of your hands mm -hmm. and you'll be that heat generating lady yeah. From then on. Yeah, you um, feel it. You can't it's cause like... harm, which is great. There are electromagnetic practices that yeah, you can't people, people, people get with afraid thought. of it, people, because they think, oh, no, really? it's, yeah, I hear it all the time. Oh, no, don't do that to me. Like, you don't know what you're doing. And I've heard horror stories. Oh, they have, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, no, it can do no harm. And we always do a prayer of protection oh, yeah. before we begin, you know, protecting our, qu yeah. finger quotes like, Reiki masters that are just using their own personal will energy and their own thought energy and imaginal energy to force a template on someone. And, and you know, that's gray magic or black magic, and we can talk more about that in future episodes. But where people will call something like, oh, this is, this is Reiki, and they won't have the faintest clue because Reiki is Japanese in origin, and it's taught from Mikau Usui on down as a, as a lineage. And if they're like, oh, I do well, like Dragon Reiki, or I do dolphin, like all these mystics have created like their own like i channeled my own thing man trademark you know so they can be the one that like is the only one that can teach it mm -hmm. the only reiki we're talking about is usui reiki his origin was in japan in the early 20th century everything else is just using that name so it's easy for folks to pass off you know gray magic or like trying to manipulate people and and just using their own electromagnetic energy as opposed to this pool of energy that's you know, created by angels <laughs> and vast spiritual beings like Sai Baba or, you know, what have you. So Krishna. So, yeah, I'm glad you, I'm glad you got into it. And I'm glad we got to reunite like yeah. all that time later. Yeah, it was I such think. a surprise when you burst in. You were so like, exciting. Dude, so exciting. You, you healed my vertigo. And I'm just like, oh, cool. Like, because <laughs> <laughs> basically. Yeah, but you're used to it. You're used to that. I'm used to it working, but it, like the first couple of times it shocked the hell out of me. Like you could just hold somebody and like change your consciousness while observing them. And then the actual physical changes underneath your hand. You could feel it viscerally. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the healing we were doing standing up, it didn't look like a lot was happening. But you mentioned you felt like your lymph move, your, your neck release. Mm -hmm. I had a bunch of lymph node drainage go down my throat all of a sudden. I was swallowing like stuff that needed to be gone apparently. Yeah. That and, I didn't know. And your sensitivity has grown over time because you've gotten more and more yeah. into this stuff yeah, it's awesome you put your family in uh into my hands many times <laughs> like you just kept sending every single person you knew like at me and thank you for that of course i love that but like the results we got were spectacular to yeah. say the least from I multiple know. multiple uh, trials and, it's, and tribulations. it's shocking to me that sometimes because i do send a lot of people to you and awesome. it's shocking to me sometimes where people don't correlate you. their healing 
to your service. Right. Right? It's a coincidence. <laughs> like, like that girl who reconnected us. So sometimes I think that maybe she just came into my life. Yeah. To reconnect. That was her purpose. Precisely. Right? Exactly. Her healing was our, you know, and she lived, she was a neighbor and I don't know, it's just kind of crazy. But she doesn't correlate that to your, I mean, she did at the time. But now I don't know if she gives you credit. The fact that she still doesn't have back pain after I'm she happy suffered she for, still doesn't, dude. for that's awesome for ten years. She suffered for ten years. She said debilitating back pain, and it was gone in a forty-five minute session. With you me. heard it here, folks. Debilitating back pain gone. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. That's why I studied. Like even I, I kept asking bigger and bigger questions because I was like, I know Reiki can do a lot. I know craniosacral can do a lot, but I was like, I need. A little bit more I'm getting you know where you get greedy for instantaneous results and then people are dancing out like the thing never happened as opposed to it taking an hour to settle in okay or a couple can we go on a little bit of a tangent just on yeah, that note like please okay so I so sometimes tangents. so sometimes there is an instant healing. right and I feel and I might be wrong that that soul isn't is how is going through that pain for a reason they yeah. want to be healed right and they right. come to you or me or whoever they go to because they want their human wants to be healed and doesn't want to be experiencing the pain anymore oh, of but yet their souls maybe not ready for it they need to go through it longer like yeah. why do some people like me have mm. an instantaneous results instantaneous results and other people do not it's tricky because some folks that are like i doubt this even works um like it happens for them i would like i would say that like spiritual attainment makes you more sensitive it's like having a, a better palate when you're a chef you can detect more you can feel more mm -hmm. sometimes it just takes linear time for the neurology of the person to detect what's happened in the energetic and there's a, a time gap that occurs like we perceive time as how long it takes for the neurology to finally be able to connect with the change that's happened in the new reality and be able to process the information as a new reality or can it be so i'm going to use my please neighbor as not that neighbor different neighbor guy neighbor oh yeah yeah who called I know me a witch <laughs> did yeah. i tell you that story That's important. <laughs> so Sorcerers, this is a really okay because i know you wanted to give use one example so i'm gonna give sure. i'm gonna give yeah i know okay I'm, yeah i know right. you got you got healings too to okay so this one okay We're so this back. one guy so just know that i'm not uh you know i don't charge for it i don't have a website i don't do i when people come to me or find me for healing i will graciously offer it at no charge so um pause button i also that is my goal that's why i started this podcast is mm -hmm. so eventually the revenue from this and the clips on youtube mm -hmm. will be able to provide enough money where i never have to charge for energy healing again there you go and just give it for free on the public and just mm -hmm. be like hey what's up and just put the sign out and be like come and get some come some of that woo-woo stuff so yeah it awesome. is better to not charge though sometimes it is a sign of it's like a monetary the exchange is the money is like appreciation made manifest as money. I uh, yes. Know? So sometimes like this, that's a big debate. Do I always give away the spiritual work for free or is it okay to like learn a, a living or even a substantial living giving either spiritual advice or healing using a spiritual power? Right. And I believe ultimately you got to give it away for free. You know, that's why I found this medium because I was asking like, how do I, how do I compromise this so I'm not always, you know, charging to heal people and the people who can afford it, of course. But, you know, that's that is always like weighing on my mind. And I love that you don't have to you don't charge. And that's not like 
No. You know, that's that's glad so, for you. So this neighbor um, had been working. He does auto body work, and he's been he's been working on his Jeep outside of his aunt's house, which is two doors down from mine, mm-hmm. for a year. And it's beautiful, by the way, this Jeep that he's been redoing. <laughs> anyway, he's all bent over. And I just thought he was bent over because he was working on his car. But then I realized when he tried to go, like, walk away from the car to go get something, he was still bent over. And so I was, I was walking the dog, you know, I'm like, are you in pain? He's like debilitating back pain. And I said, well, I can help you with that. I'm a Reiki practitioner. He's like, what's that? And I explained it to him <laughs> and he didn't awesome. buy any of it. Right. He, yeah. I didn't buy it. And, well, he sort of bought it, but he was, you know, wishy-washy. Anyway, I'm yeah. like, if you want some, let me know. I don't have to do it in person. I can do it distance. Get it up. So I don't know. It was a couple days later and, um, I went by and some of his friends were outside of his house. And I said, where's Vic? And they said, oh, he's inside laying down. I went, perfect. And I went running back to the house and I sent him some energy for 20 minutes. I said, tell him when he wakes up Mm -hmm. that I sent him some Reiki energy while he was lying down. That's good. So the next time I saw him, he came running out of his house straight up, straight, no back pain, running towards me, grabbed me. And said and screamed at me, are you a witch? Because his back was like 100%. And, and he oh, said he actually felt while he was resting, all his vertebrae cracking. Right. They were cr- literally physically cracking into place. And he had no idea that I was doing this. So I think he needed to know that it, w- it was real because he didn't ask right. for it. I just gave it. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So then he was, quote, unquote, a believer, and I explained to him how it all worked, but it came back. So that's why right, I'm so you're asking why you. why it comes back. Why it comes back. So I looked up in Lewis Hayes' book, Louis Hayes, lower, yeah. mm-hmm. lower Back Pain, which is mm-hmm. money issues. Sure. And sure enough, at the end of each month, that's when his back pain comes back. Not to the point where it was where he's bent over and debilitated and excruciating pain. Okay. But severe discomfort at the end of each month. Sure. I and mean, and I get a text message. Change a lot. Okay, go ahead. I get a text message from him at the end of each month that I've noticed, right? To let him know. To let him know, dude, mm-hmm. you have to stop worrying about money. Right. I know your bills are due, right? Because yeah. every time I know your bills are due, you call me for a Reiki session. Now, your low back pain <laughs> doesn't always have to do about money or okay. family or the base, right? But, but it's, it sometimes it is applicable. Yeah. In Louise Hay's book, amazing book, every single person, every human should have it on their shelf. You can heal your life. She she's able to break down the psychological causes and the solution to pretty much every pathology you can think of and in every zone. So if you have like a lower leg thing, it would have to do with like standing for your truth or something like that. What she's been able to figure out or channel what each of these diseases, from blood diseases to uh, anatomical disfigurement, whatever it is, that there's at its root, at its seed. A, psycho- a psychological um, engram or emotional, emotional, or emotional, emotional issue. issue and that you can reverse it by the scientific use yeah. of a phrase, usually using the words I am or referring I have, and that you can reverse engineer using the word inside your own head if, if you, you know, don't want to freak people at the supermarket and you want to reverse uh, these programs, you could say them thousands of times, and each time that does, it will undo that code. So that's the premise behind all of that, just in case folks are absolutely brand new to what love we're it. talking about. I love about. that book. Oh, it's wonderful. I've been able to heal five out of five things. I'm five for five. I'm not going to tell you which mail it is because that's personal. 
Uh, but on yourself, <laughs> on myself, from that book, and from using that book, those mantras, right? Yeah. Notice something in my physical body where I was like, "Oh no, I haven't had health insurance for twenty years. It's put up or shut up time, Mister Metaphysics." So, you know, you're gonna have to get rid of this thing, saying a phrase in your head over and over. And I've succeeded five out of five times. The one I could share, ingrown toenail, which I had for like ten years. I said the phrase, the counter phrase that gets rid of the ingrown toenail for like. God, dude, months. I, I had it on my phone. I was like saying, like on my breaks, at massage, that exact massage envy you're talking about where you met. I just stare at the phone and say the phrase like hundreds of times before I had to go back in and do much more massages for less pay than you deserve. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and over time, like a doctor was able to finally like look at it and go like, oh, dude, just cut your toenail like this. Clip. And he, he like clipped, just clipped it across and he was like just cut it like this from now on and the final snip that he did i felt this warm explosion where it had previously hurt and everything just went away it was also wow and i used to do self-surgery on that thing just blood on the floor that kind of stuff like it was horrible and painful and never grew wrong again <laughs> but the i swear to god and then it like it, it just grows normally now perfectly wow. I, I run i can do yoga but i couldn't for many years so a lot of times you have no choice <laughs> to go metaphysical because you can't pay the ridiculous bullshit that is Obamacare or whatever. It is right what, now. Yeah, the whole it's it's the it's a shamble. So it's like buy some marijuana and learn some goddamn energy work. Like that's there pretty much. Or go to an energy <clears throat> healer. Or just go to an energy healer, like yes. like Mr. Woo Woo, like Mr. Josh May of San Diego. <laughs> yes, like him. If he, okay. That's this guy. He does distance distance sessions. Hence I why do. he's big in Canada. It's so weird because people don't <laughs> think it's such a huge <laughs> jump for people a to like think energy healing was real and could actually do something that would change your physicality. Oh, it's such a huge jump. Which is which okay. is a perfect segue to my second oh. patient that I wanted to share, which was the reason oh, okay. why I wanted to learn Reiki in the first place. Okay. Who was my aunt? Um, God bless her soul. God, God rest her. rest her soul. Of course. Um, who was suffering severely with MS. Ooh. And that's one of the reasons why I did get um, certified that weekend because she had been suffering really badly with pain and I wanted to work on her. So the first night after I got my level, whatever it was, that I could do distance. Was this with me or the other lady? It was with you. Okay, so, so we did the thing in the park. Where, yes, I where I could, yeah. I had the distance. We went to the set, zoo. And I had the, <laughs> and you had, you had gifted me but the download <clears throat> of the distance symbol so that I could do yeah. her in yeah. Alberta from San Diego. And I couldn't wait. So I talked to her. Bonkers, on the, but we continue. Yeah. So um, I call her on the phone. I said, okay, Auntie Terry, lie down, and I want you to just welcome God's healing energy into your body, and I'm gonna, you're going to be my first patient, so I don't know mm-hmm. if this is going to work, but we're just going to give it a shot. Right. So, <laughs> so I work on her for probably 45 minutes-ish, and then I tried calling her after that, and I didn't get her, but it's normal to fall asleep now. I know this. It's normal to fall asleep on a session. So, And oh, it was yeah. late at night, so she probably fell asleep. Fair enough. So the next morning, I called her and I said, hey, Auntie Terry, did you feel anything? She goes, no, I didn't feel anything. I said, nothing? She goes, no, I didn't feel anything. (laughs) And I said, really? I was so disappointed. Really? No, I didn't feel anything. And I I said, well, I guess I'm new. I don't know. I'm going to have to practice Mm -hmm. more or whatever. And she goes, yeah. She goes, Leslie, and it it was a really bad snowstorm last night. She goes, you are, you know, 3,500 miles away. It was a really bad snowstorm. Right. Visibility was zero. She goes, maybe Snow might have kept it down. Maybe, maybe the energy <laughs> couldn't have gone. Maybe she was trying to make me feel oh, better, right? She man. was so sweet. I feel sweet. the same way, dude. She was so sweet. I'm like, oh. okay. And so that was in the morning. Mm-hmm. So skip forward. 
That was about 7 a.m. 7 p.m., I get a call from her right. 12 hours later. And she said, Leslie. I said, yeah. She goes, do you remember how I told you I didn't feel anything last night? I said, yeah. She goes, well, I didn't. <laughs> and I I'm go, I know. It. I go, I know, Auntie Terry, you don't Dagger have to. In my heart you, don't, you don't have to rub it in. <laughs> and she goes, no, you don't understand. I haven't had any pain for the first time in 20 years That's all day today. That's for the first time in 20 years, I didn't need my pain medication. That's results. That's and, what we aim for. And well I done. literally burst into tears. And I cry, I'm going to cry just telling you this <clears> because <throat> it was so touching. And she goes, and I'm thinking the next sentence is, can you do it to me again? Yeah, right. right. Yes. And she goes, Leslie, I'm begging you. Can you please do my friend who's suffering here Aww. in this place, like her residence sure. with me? Because she's in more pain than me. Oh, so I did. So I great. did her that night. Her friend. And what's so cool is like once you get powerful enough, you can work on two people at the same time. What? Now you tell me. No. <laughs> <laughs> What? Like, that I didn't know. That question hasn't come up yet. No. Dude, you can work on multiple people at once. You can work on a group well, what, of like people. Well, what, like this? Like with <clears> two <throat> hands? Like what? You can individuate the two hands, but if you want, you can kind of just use them through the one You back the them up? Hand. You stack them up? Or what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> you just pay attention to two. When you're paying attention to your kids, you'd pay attention one at a time, or do you open your field of vision? You could pay attention and to both your kids. One at a time, kids. no. I didn't no. know this. <laughs> no, yeah, now you, you told like, me. While they're asleep in bed, oh, you yeah. could be in bed. Okay. I'm so glad I showed and up today. send Reiki so, <laughs> to both of them. You don't have to go like, okay, first first See, to him. This is yes, the kind of sensei he is. He just wings it, man. <clears throat> I just learn as I go. <laughs> I love it. Irresponsible. <laughs> Irresponsible sensei right here. Because she at first she used to call me master, and I was like, that's not happening. Mm -mm. If you want, you can call me sensei. When I have an ashram and you see me in saffron robes and all of that yeah. stuff, I've, awesome. I've completely bought into my own spiel, and I will never ask you to call me that so sensei is fine <laughs> makes yeah. me feel a little that's eagle, my story i'm i'm done with that no it's, it's spectacular because you you don't just do the usui reiki we expanded into even like broader shambhala 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 multi-dimensional healing or shambhala reiki as it's called and that's a whole nother app altogether um but that is you showed like a lot of aptitude, I remember from the very first class. You know, I'm passionate. So it's enthusiasm. It has a lot to do with if you want to be great at anything in life. Enthusiasm mm -hmm. helps. It means mm -hmm. to enthuse is like in Theo is like engodding it. But basically. I didn't know why I was so enthusiastic about it. It, w it clearly wasn't the money, dude. Right? But no. It, it. But then when my father got sick, then I knew why. Then that was my that answer. That was your challenge. Yeah. No, that was my answer <clears throat> as to why I was so enthusiastic and passionate about right. learning it so quickly. Right. Because I was elevated to such a level by the time he got ill. Yeah, it was it was need also. Yeah. But you had the same before that incident happened, like your enthusiasm right off the bat was the same. You're the only one of my students that had the same level of dude, I want more of that and I want to be the shit at that. Please tell me everything yeah. about it. I want to be the best at it. And I want to, whatever's after this next, I want yeah, that too. I want more of that. And you got all the way to Reiki Master. Mm -hmm. And you were like, is there more? And I said, <laughs> you know, there's weirder. It gets more woo-woo from here. It's, you know, even less just Chi and Japan and Dr. Usui, you know. You know, those four symbols are beautiful and they're gorgeous. But there's another symbol, you know, 
another something that has like 352 symbols and a lot of weird cosmology that goes with it if you're open-minded enough to try it. She said, my mind is so open. Give me that now. It was <laughs> like, awesome. Power me up, dude. Power and I was up. like, Level me that's up. what I said. I was just like, give me, like, I want, if I could help more. Yeah, give but me you more. remember that little stint where I powered up and leveled <clears> up too much and all my world started crashing around me? Yeah. Remember that part? <laughs> it happened to my wife too, dude. Don't feel bad about that. Like, yeah, so hot tip don't go too fast because a lot of shifting in your life <laughs> happens yeah. quickly. So all this stuff that's not serving you. It, disappears it like really all fast. of a sudden Jobs, and there's people. lots of adversity that you got to go through and you think what the heck and you want to quit altogether because it's just too much but you don't you just push through and then there yeah. you go and then it's a little then more it's, oh it's, it's awesome a little more yeah and so, it just gets a little more yeah and you warned me too i remember I you i know <laughs> you're like oh, i do and you I barrel slip. head first either way you know oh, so man. i'm like yeah um you might go through some changes and the people around you might go through, you know, was Abby, Abby was sick. Every member of her family got sick when like when the Shambhala training had started just because of all the entanglement yeah. pretty much. Yeah. But another thing is, and this, and I wanted to get into this too, because the, the treatment that you see me doing at the beginning of these sessions is called, it's an art called Matrix Energetics. And it was invented by a doctor in Seattle named Dr. Richard Bartlett, who is the Tesla who is the genius of all geniuses when it comes to energy healing. He doesn't really teach the modality anymore. And I've been, had a sneaking suspicion that once all this COVID bullshit is done, like Seattle will open up again. And I see Leslie there. I see a bunch hey. of my students there because it is by far the most powerful energy healing um, modality that I've ever come across. And I've had the pleasure of studying it for like over a decade. And I've been always tempted always tempted to teach Leslie how to do it because she has, I think, bugged is, is a bit yeah, much. Yeah, no, I do. I keep checking um, <clears throat> Dr. Bartlett's website to see when he's doing a live one, and he keeps not doing one. And he keeps not <laughs> doing one. He keeps, there's a three-hour version that you can learn that, meh, no, I meh. They have thousands of hours of footage. Of, like, they could literally do a three-day conference where you could play it for, like, eight-hour segments and get every single lesson that they do. They just haven't done that. So I'm hoping that the awareness that this podcast brings will, you know, cast a spotlight on that and the desire for, you know, Mick Jagger to come out of retirement and dance around on stage again for us might be there, might be there. That would so be awesome. that's one of the reasons I'm doing this podcast is to bring awareness to how dope Matrix Energetics is and how everyone should learn how to do that. Yes, please. It's an amazing spiritual software where you can really like take like visualization and um, healing to the, to the next level. Like when she's talking about, I got rid of that stuff. I knew how to do matrix energetics at that point. And I was doing either craniosacral therapy or that in order to shift these negative patterns that correlate to biochemistry and, and anatomical imperfection and just basically like turn them off or like delete them out of existence. It's, a it's very difficult to, it's a miracle. and, and Leslie would, we don't have to go into all the stories, but she would have six different stories about different relatives mm -hmm. that I've been able to use matrix energetics on and that where it would within one session, mm -hmm. just like that one lady's back pain where it just, it would just disappear. And that's always my goal. I can't stand doing multiple sessions. <laughs> it's just like such a slap in the face how of about, the power of this stuff. How about Allie and her liver <clears throat> transplant? That was all just coincidence. Oh and yeah. No, it was not. It definitely didn't have anything. Yes, it, did. <laughs> it totally did, but we're not going to say that. Um, <clears throat> Excuse mm. me. I'm all phlegmy. Liver. I said liver. It was kidney. It was kidney. God bless. Same diff. 
still. Shout out to Allie if she's listening to this podcast and is going like, why are they showing what? I didn't, I didn't have they, a liver transplant. I didn't have anything to do. <laughs> why am I being aired out on a fucking podcast I didn't sign up for, dude? This guy's a dick. Multiple family members, multiple uh, healings. It, each one would look like a miracle, but it's just commonplace when you do matrix energetics. And I've wanted to teach Leslie how to do it because I taught my wife how to do it when I dated her. And she mastered it in 30 seconds. Are you serious? She's a genius at energy healing too. So like when she was like, oh, just like this and blah, 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 blah. And it was just like, yeah, yeah, you just skip to level four of matrix without having to do much. And then I explained level three to her and she's like, oh yeah, it's a this, this and this and this. And it was just like, yeah, yeah, that's just it, dude. That's that's it. That's all you have to do. Like, <laughs> so she's like, is super there alcohol in here? No. Why do I feel oh. drunk? Because <laughs> you're in my house and you're surrounded by crystals and metaphysical Seriously, iconography. Seriously, I feel lightheaded. Yeah, there's just so much. Oh. We could always take a break if you want no, to. No, no. It's just, it seriously okay. almost felt like it was spiked. Must be the Dementor, excuse me. Hold on. Expecto Patronum! Thank you, Harry. I appreciate you, my dog. Um, <laughs> uh, so, like, Matrix Energetics is just on a totally different level. And I know there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different kind of, like, chi or prana or oriented uh, styles of either healing or manifesting uh, reality or sometimes, unfortunately, uh, mental and psychic warfare. <laughs> That's what they mean by psyops when they say psyops in the government. This is like old hat by this point. But our minds create our reality. So like all these energy modalities are either like applications or specific spectrums of mind that have an effect on the Holy Spirit or reality or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Shekinah would be the Jewish term. I want that. So I've wanted, I know you want, you want, that, you want those kit. infinity, you want those in infinity my... stones, huh? I got, I got five. I know. I got five. Do. See, this one is, you know, Shambhala. This one is right there. Is Matrix Energetics. Light wave. Light wave. Uh, oh, shout out. Ooh, shout out to Brenda Flores. Cranial. If you guys know what that is. Craniosacrals, this one, you know, there's power. And reconnection. Reconnection. You don't know about reconnection? No. Dr. Bartlett had a rival. This other chiropractor downloaded something that was like the equivalent of, you ever hear of like an axiotonal alignment or integration? It would be like a multidimensional meridian system like you would get with acupuncture, but it's not just the physical. It's basically the connecting lines that go up into your soul and then your soul into your monad or I'm presence mm -hmm. and then and so on and so forth all the way back to source. Well, it worked basically upon multidimensional acupuncture meridians and the energy that flows down to them through the etheric bodies into the physical body. And if you read the book, The Reconnection that Dr. Eric Pearl like wrote, you actually, during the process of it, you'll feel weird because you'll you be talked about this attuned to it. You'll be attuned to it. I did? I think you did. I might have. Eric. I might not. Eric Pearl? Yeah, Dr. Eric Pearl. He, he does I'm The Reconnection sure and that's its own system. I think it's system. on my reading list from your book. But Dr. Bartlett and him had like a little bit of rivalry because they were the hotshot chiropractor naturopaths that came up with these amazing systems and I would love to teach matrix energetics to you or at least my current understanding of it but I would not deprive you it'd be like watching a, a Mick Jagger impersonator and like you could go watch Mick Jagger you know like it would be, it would like rob you of how dope it is doing it I know he's a curmudgeon and a Ron Swanson but he'll snap out of it dude and like he'll <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding Dr. Bartlett you were dope as shit ever you're so great do whatever you want <laughs> do whatever you want dog I've been able to do impossible things say to you I thank you I follow him wife, on YouTube by the way for, you I should I watch his weekly 30 second pa packed 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 30 second YouTube videos that are just yeah. blow my mind 
dude, he's, I'm telling you, he's that guy. He's just, I don't know if, like, he was teaching regularly. I don't know if the Illuminati gave him that call and was just like, yo, your whole family's crispy if you don't, like, stop this. And you're just like, well, I guess I'm out of the game. Oh, maybe. You know, maybe something dude, like they, that. like, we got your kid in the trunk. Yeah, that kind of shit that they do, you know. Hmm. Shout so out to the cabal, to... you pieces of shit. <laughs> Fuck all of you Satanists. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> ooh, wow, that got off track quick. But uh, but they do Edit. that kind of shit where they just show Edit. up. Well, they... <laughs> Like weirdos from the Department of Defense would show up to the conferences, they stick out like a sore thumb and they'd be there to like observe because people are altering reality with their mind in a room full of 300 freaking people and we're laughing hysterically like like jackals because the ecstasy everyone's feeling while doing it and the freedom they're feeling. And they would, you know, peter out and we'd, we'd lock in on them and make fun of them and like drive them away. But I was like, eventually, you know, he's going to talk shit like one too many times about, <laughs> about the, we call him the other team, you know. And Potter Parmas, the, the Death Eaters, you know. Darkness. So, yeah, the pieces of shit that run this whole world through, you know, manipulating your consciousness into negativity. All of you. So they're yeah, just turn off your advertising. They're all falling for it. Yeah, no, that's the. Like, I mean, I dude, it's super it. strong. And if people, you know, just like the Jedi, if you got a soft mind, it's super pliable. They well, can just direct watched, your mind through they fear. They watch television too. Into it. Yeah, television. mainstream. But people are getting out of that. Like fewer and fewer people are watching like mainstream media or pointless sitcoms or things that have no kind of artistic think, or heart value. Though some are are tuning into you know the boys and like watching people explode out of people's you know penises and stuff like that. <laughs> you ever seen that insane? Like, no. Amazon has a thing about if like superheroes were severely effed up in their heads. And like had superpowers and they were just like regular people and they're like psychopaths in that dude. And people's heads are exploding huh. and people, like, <laughs> but they have all the superhero powers and it's just gruesome. It's absolutely gruesome and entertaining as hell. But I can't imagine what that's doing to the old law of attraction and like what is bringing into people's lives. <laughs> all the discord and the disharmony. It's, it's getting thick out there, but at the same time, you know, that's, I'm more optimistic. Aren't you more optimistic than ever, even though, like, everything in the media is always about, like, oh, no, it's collapsing or this thing. I've known this was coming for ages. That's actually predicted in my book, that if you're just, tied you know, I'm just to these things, anxious. you're dead. I just want it to happen already. I just want, you know. It's taken forever, It's taken dude. forever. I thought it was going to be 2012, I keep getting more popcorn, and, and it keeps getting cold, or I actually just keep eating it. Like, but there's been no me. show. I'm waiting for the show. I've waited so long, dude. I thought the whole economic collapse thing in 2008 would do it. No. I thought the end of the Mayan calendar and, right? you know, the Judaistic calendars, yeah. they'd be like, we can't see anything beyond this date. It's a free-for-all past this point, excuse me. And I, I, you know, you just, I don't think that, that there's like a date where you're like, okay, great. Everyone's like aware that their mind's creating their reality extraterrestrials rear shout out to the government for finally making that happen they're actually doing like senate hearings about that fantastic can't wait to hear more about that this can get real woo woo around here but that we live in like that truth is actually stranger than fiction that you can touch someone and you could think of someone and create a healing effect in them like that's some x-man stuff i remember i was in my second class and in my second reiki class and i was already spinning out and i was just like hey what did you want to get i was like i just want to be an x-man dude and just heal people <laughs> you know might have been a little high on marijuana at the time too that wasn't probably like a great great look but yeah i was i was stone sober by the time we got a tune i was blazing with energy so we're we're in a fluctuating world right now where it seems like there's nothing that you can trust but 
if you can trust the light, if you have any experience in you where you've had an experience of the light Channel or of, of love, love, it, and if you love the light, like you're doing the highest service you could do if you didn't heal like 40,000 individuals with your hands, if you just love the source of creation, I know I'm getting a little pontificating right now, but it feels so good. It's just like just meditating in your heart, seeing it as a golden sun and then radiating light outward to creation, whether they you think they deserve it or not, that would be like an ego delineation anyway. But yeah, just, just radiating and loving love and loving light. Mm -hmm. It's the cheat code to the video game. You don't have to do anything else. Everything comes to you. Mm -hmm. Love is always the answer. It really, it really is. It feels like uh, Jesus was really trying to hammer that home that it's kind of the cheat. He was like the bhakti yogi. It was just like, what we're missing is devotion. And not just to each other, but everyone, is, <laughs> this is a little swing around bit, but all of our problems basically stem from the fact we're not paying attention to the wishing tree that is the source of creation, what it, God, whatever you, term you want to call it. When you're looking out into materialism for your answer, you're just going to suffer. Mm -hmm. And that suffering brings you back to the wishing tree, which is God the giver. Mm -hmm. So if you just focus on that and oh, forbid it, actually giving it all your appreciation and all Gratitude. of your love, mm -hmm. it's like you don't have to do anything. Things just come to you. Your friends behave properly. <laughs> your boss is cool. Your customers are amazing. Your job isn't a job. It's just a playground that you play in. You're, you're, you're just playing house with your husband or wife. Yeah. And it's so like the best aspects of all of those things. But as soon as you turn toward the world and the problems and the propaganda on, on YouTube or the division, then it, it just swings you into a river of shit and you wonder which like, how'd I get stuck here? Which is where everyone that controls those apparatuses would like us to be. It's all about controlling your attention, whether it's um, advertising, uh, politics, even sports, um, geopolitics, all of those things have to do with controlling your attention, funneling your mind into a specific perception, a limiting perspective, uh, um, perception so that it not only affects you, but it feeds a larger global entity mm -hmm. that can be controlled by people that have this knowledge, but love destruction and love <laughs> and love controlling people and things. So they need to control everybody. That's the way they do it. Yeah, you could have all the money, and then you're like, "Well, I just want to make people do stuff now." Yeah. You know, like <laughs> once you can have everything, you're like, "Well, I want." And all those Jim people to... think they're free, which is great. They think, yeah, they think we're the herd. I know. They 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 like moo at us, and we're just and we're like, dude, we we could see all of this, and which is why everyone is looking slightly crazy in the geopolitical thing. Is we're figuring that out. People are waking up. People are taking um... finally. Yeah, it's taking a long time. I woke up and like. I think it was 99 or something like that. And I was, I That's thought. That's why he's the sensei. I was thinking Armageddon. Yeah, I'm old. Sorry, Mine was guys. only like four years ago. Yeah. And I mean, look how far. You, I told you even, I think, that you would fly more in five years than it took me the 20 years to figure out all of this stuff and find out references and read metaphysical series and spiritual paths that you would just be able to go fat just like my wife did. And, uh, and yeah, you've been really flying. Leslie, you've been Thank really you. flying. Thank Not you. only the great work you've done with uh, people, but your own development. Like you, you I'm really. I'm Leslie 3.0. She's Leslie. She's evolving, you guys. I just look back up. to Leslie 1.0 every once in a while, though. Ask my husband. <laughs>
He's like, can you bring Leslie 3.0 back, please? Sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> there's perks in the different very, you know. I'm, I'm wanting to like get rid of some of my iOS platforms for exactly the same reason. Oh, I wanted to play this uh, cheesy uh, commercial for okay. you. For Leslie. She's never heard it. Um, that someone has, <laughs> someone made for me. For, it's like an, a minute and a half commercial for my company, Love Energetics, for uh, doing energy work out here in San Diego. And I don't think she's ever seen it. No. Uh, but... Yeah, Here, let me, I'm going to hand the headphones over to her. Sorry if they're a little sweaty. <laughs> My other headphone jack doesn't work, guys. So, Perfect. Yeah. You ready? Yep. Check this out. Are you experiencing imbalance physically, emotionally, mentally, or spiritually? Let's help you get it resolved. We simply utilize energy or consciousness-based techniques to harmonize and uplift you physically, emotionally, mentally or spiritually this energy healing particularly with craniosacral therapy and matrix energetics is hands down the best in san diego we pride ourselves with over 13 years of experience helping people like you i love it what are you waiting for if you're in san diego and looking for relief come see us today Come see us today. I can't tell if he's Kiwi, Australian, British, or American. He, I paid for all the accents. That's awesome. All of them. This guy it. was all over the place, but I love him. Are you like that? Yeah, that's awesome. cool. Yeah, that's only a couple hundred bucks. See, that's all it is is advertising to just figure out how the hell do I get out there and get people to do this. I don't want you to get out there. I want you all to myself. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. You know, and I'll be able to just work <laughs> on you for free pretty much once uh, this this is. To I was going to use the analogy of your burger place. But my burger place? Yeah. I was oh, going to use, yeah, but I won't a, because you don't place. want, see, that's what I mean. We will not reveal the name <laughs> of the I feel the same way about you as you feel about that place. Don't you don't want to tell people about it, nope. right? Nope. But that's how I feel about you. And yet, still, you've sent lots of people to me. So yeah, thank I do. you so I, much. I still will. That is, a, and I appreciate that. And so does Mrs. Ramey. <laughs> so does Mrs. Ramey. Um, but yeah, that's, that is my, uh, my commercial for my practice and they gave all the accents and I appreciate them for doing that. <laughs> so now that you've gotten all of these, all these different, I don't know how to even say this or start this, but your mind is so open and that's what really like brings you, uh, like kind of puts you apart from all the other people I've either trained in like Reiki or advised uh, spiritually. Um, why are you so like mentally wide open? Like you're just. That was a choice being. Okay. So I wasn't always okay. wide open. So I had my judging, you know, I was judger. Sure. I remember, you know, when I was in high school, all the, what I thought were losers used to smoke pot at the smokestack behind mm. the school. Right. And I hung out with the cool kids at the top of the stairs. We called ourselves the top of the stairs group. And we were all like, you know, a, literally looking down, on you people. know, AB students, awesome. athletes, you know, <laughs> didn't smoke pot, drank occasionally on the weekends, you know, at the shore. But I had this belief that all pot smokers were losers. <laughs> like, I don't know how I got that belief. I don't know if it was instilled into me because of being the top of the stairs group member or I don't know. Group think. Yeah. But I just made a decision when I woke up was that I need to basically hand grenade all my belief systems and be open to everything. That just swept through you and it just yes. happened? 
Yes. <clears throat> like, why do I think that? Why do I have a controlling nature with my children? Why do I, there was lots of things where all of a sudden everything was illuminated that my belief systems, for whatever be- reason, were embedded in, into me at whatever age, and I need to, to make a choice and blow all of them to smithereens and reevaluate all of them. That's everybody seems like right now, whether you're studying with sad guru or uh, there's so many people seeking for the solution to that. Yeah. To that. So that's what happened. Okay. And then I, you know, so you say that, oh, you're so open minded. Yes. Right? Like I am now, but Leslie 1.0 was the worst. I leave it open. Like when I, I talk to my students, I get a gauge for like how, like how much crazy they can, they can absorb because every stage of evolution from finding out energy healing is real. That's a level of like, you have to get over like, that sounds crazy. And I've had family members like question my sanity because of it. And then I healed them later and they're like, that's amazing. But it's a whole nother level to be like, oh, I could do that at any distance. And they'd be like, wow, you mean like some Jedi or some weird wizard guy? And you'd be like, yeah, kind of. But once you experience it and you know it's true, it's, it's such a huge leap to be like, yeah, that's real. And then be like, yeah, but you've got to touch people. You can't like just think of them and it would happen. Be like, yep, that's real. So I, I constantly had a thing like, well, if, if that's true, then maybe, maybe this thing is true. And I didn't like cut off the, the wires of exploration because it just sounded too frou-frou or too woo-woo, you know? That's why I'm Mr. Woo-woo. And, and my book's original title was What the Fuck? How I went from an atheist muggle to a quantum wizard in less than a decade. And I think I said the improper incorpor- by the way. Get improper it. title. Oh, that's so sweet. Get it. That's so sweet. Read it. Ooh. Take your notes like it I did. It wasn't me. She said it. So, <laughs> <laughs> but um, Louise Hay, who was the owner of the self-publishing uh, website that I went through, wouldn't let me use that title. So I wouldn't even let me say WTF. God rest in peace. Love you, Louise. You're the greatest ever. <clears throat> but... Yeah, I had to say it was profanity, and I wasn't able to say muggle. You know, that's just a term used. I use a lot of Harry Potter references because You're our minds are magical. Surprise! You're a Speaking of your wizards, soul's magical. Surprise! So I, I walked into Joshua's office one day, oh. a couple of years ago, and he was getting ready for the next weekend Comic Con, and you had a swirly, <laughs> a swirly wooden wand. Yes. And I walked into his office and he was about 20 feet away from me and he was holding his wand and he aimed it at my left hip and he like pointed as you would do a wand and my left hip gave out and he blew it. You blew on it and said, yep, still works. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's an actual wand, by the way, for people that are looking for inferences there. An actual physical wooden wand from Harry Potter land. And that was based on a trick that Dr. Bartley used to do on stage. Like he would take someone and he would take a ballpoint pen and in his mind he said, I'm going to turn this into a wand, but I'm going to really download the physics of the Harry Potter universe because there's a multiverse and a, um, and before Marvel did it, and a holographic reference to reality within the system of matrix energetics. So he's like, this is a wand now, it's not a pen. And he looked over at a woman on stage in front of 200 people and just said some ridiculous nonsense spell, the first one that came to his mind, and her hip healed instantaneously in front of like 200 people. And she walked around and it was absolutely perfectly corrected. And I stood up on my chair and I said, are you fucking kidding me? You know, like as I usually do, make mm-hmm. an ass of myself there because it's, it's so amazing. And I said, exactly, man, are you the Harry Potter? You're like, yeah, I love like Harry Potter because it's such a great metaphor. So I have a Harry question. Potter's a great metaphor. It just popped into us. my head. Mm-hmm. Do you think that um, people 
pastors in the Pentecostal church that do all those healings at the mm -hmm. altar. Do you think that's the same? In a way it is. They're, they're doing instantaneous manifestations of uh, Holy Spirit. Yeah. And only, I'd probably say a small percentage of them are actually legit. But there are ones, and even yeah. Dr. Bartlett there said there was a guy named Harry Reed who was a, like a Christian pastor and he would go around and he was yoinking people out of out of wheelchairs. And this guy could make instantaneous I've manifestations. Seen it. I've seen it. And um, it, they, it can be a real thing. It's just the real thing usually doesn't have that pomp and circumstance that you get from like the Steve Martin movies, like where he's making fun of that kind of thing. Yeah. And then he actually is a fulcrum of a miracle and then he freaks out because miracles actually are commonplace if you get your head right in the right physics space. Read Dr. Bar the second book, by the way, The Physics of Miracles, worthwhile read. Um, so there's Harry Reid could actually do it, and there's other Christian mystics in the 20th century who were known for proclaiming the word, and they would say a particular, and then my word is destroying all false words, and, then they, and people would have absolutely healing miracles that they could only attribute to treatments that like Florence Shid, uh, Florence Shin, Shin made or um, James Allen mm -hmm. and there was a scientific use of the word without any kind of contradiction but it takes enormous amounts of faith and integrity to make it happen on this level when you did matrix energetics we had weirdos galore like we had dudes that like had full like warlock <laughs> like they, they would be in there trying to do Wiccan crap you know it was just so weak next to what we were practicing but they would be stunned to be surprised if they did the, like the basic thing, they would knock a person over or they could feel like, wow, and, and they would instantaneous and could instantaneously heal. And you could be a schmuck and it would work. It would work. You wouldn't need to have like incredible <laughs> integrity like someone like um, Ernest Holmes or like Neville Goddard. Uh, but they were touching on, on, on some practical truths and especially through the, you know, the Christian spectrum, but every religion has their, um, has their mystics the Muslims have the Sufis. Like if you want to really, really understand Islam and the inner teachings, you'd study with Sufis. If you want to understand the inner teachings of Judaism, you study the Kabbalah and the Tetragrammaton, things like that. Their mystical teachings is where the meat's at. And that delineation is important too. Are you a shepherd or are you part of the flock? And a lot of, you know, going to church and that kind of thing and going to the synagogue, that's the flock. Mm -hmm. If you want to understand inner teachings where you're leading the inner the inner wiring of holographic reality and using it as a son of the creator or a daughter of the creator and create what you want on its behalf constructively and unselfishly, then you can learn to become a shepherd. And I think that metaphor like plays throughout mm -hmm. and the constructive use of one's inner talk, their imagination, um, specific uh, uses of the word. I mean, Dr. Miguel Ruiz talks about that in the four agreements and, um, yeah, you can learn how to actually start creating your reality because it just looks like it happens to you. But if you do a simple experiment, you can realize that your mind is what's summoning experiences, people, uh, places, things, objects of enjoyment to you, or you're repelling them based on on your thinking. Mm -hmm. Thoughts. Yeah, it's all thought-based. All, all the religions, all of the spiritual paths, everything is mind, is divine mind, if you want to call it that, or everything is... Brahman, everything is Shiva. Um, so understanding the nuances of how to actually do that, well, discovering that you can do that is just such a huge thing. But then, then you kind of go to school with it and you figure out what are the buttons and levers, what does this do, what does that do, what are the do's and don'ts. 
so that you don't accidentally cause harm to some aspect of creation or someone in creation. And then, then it gets into, you know, deeper waters than that when you start invoking on behalf of civilizations and the entire planet. And then for the harmony within the solar system, you could take your mind and its sense of identity out to any level that you want. Welcome to Mr. Woo Woo. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's an excellent. I might use that sound bite. That's marvelous. And uh, on that note, uh, I want you to do another self-made commercial because we don't have any paid sponsors yet. But you know how it is. You hook your family up when you got an opportunity to do that. And uh, my family doesn't pay. So do you have a daughter that's getting married? Are you a daughter that's getting married? Do you want your photos to look immortal? I mean, the most beautiful you've ever looked, the scenery around you, your fiance more beautiful than they've ever looked, the wedding people... I can't speak enough on the talent, even objectively, the artistic talent that my brother Jordan Ramey has at jrameyphotography.com. If you even look at his portfolio and go like, nah, it's not the guy for me, then gouge your eyes out because you can't, you have no vision, dude. <laughs> He's won international awards like the first year he was a photographer. Every single portfolio, every single wedding shoot he's ever done and shared with me. I've been in awe of his composition, his coloring, how gorgeous he makes people look. Uh, how he's able to somehow capture the emotion of joy in his photography. And this is before he's blowing up. You might want to get him before he's, you know, doing, doing Kanye's second wedding or something like that because he's going to blow up and everybody's going to want him and they're going to pay him high, high fees. Get him while he's low. I mean, even he spends so many hours like tailoring and perfecting each of these, each of these uh, photographs. I know, isn't his website gorgeous? Gorgeous. Yeah, Jordan Ramey, know it. He's going to be a famous photographer. He's incredible. Get him while he's hot. LA, and he's hot as Los Angeles area. He's located in the Los Angeles area, but he also can do destination weddings, things like that. So just email the guy and talk to him. He's the coolest guy on earth, probably the funniest guy on earth. And he just also happens to take the best pictures I've ever seen on earth. So, and that's unbiased, definitely, because I'm his brother. It has nothing to that's, do with it, I swear. That's brotherly love. Has nothing to do with it whatsoever. No, so Jay Ramey Photography, come get some. I don't care if it's a quinceanera. It's an event. You will look amazing, and you'll be amazed by him. Anyhow. <laughs> Back to Mr. Woo Woo. Back to the woo shit. Yeah, Jordan, he's had interesting experiences, too. Like, he's done a bunch of jujitsu stuff, and I've wanted to heal his shoulder so bad. But you know how it is? Like, you have family get-togethers, and they can't stand still for a minute. You know, every time I think, like, oh, yeah, I should have given him a goddamn healing, but we're watching the, you know, Give it to watching him the distance. games. Distance. I said it to him. Believe me, I, I tinker when I can. And you got to respect people's free will to a certain point. Shoulder issue, isn't that the weight of the world? It could be. It could be. He got, like, slammed during a jujitsu session, and it, you know, just caused, you know, problems. So, um, energy work is tremendous for jujitsu, by the way, boys and girls. If you, uh, getting your limbs ripped off or getting choked out in a way that your neck doesn't agree with www.loveenergetics.com <laughs> and not the Canadian style of Love Energetics which is its own modality my business name Love Energetics located in San Diego you Yay. could just type in Joshua Ramey and you'll find me yes you will <laughs> what's next on the list What's next Sense, on the, the, sensei. the wonderful things? Yes, you know what? I never got a chance to ask you because, you know, metaphysical people, new agey, new agers like ourselves, mm -hmm. we're, we're just inordinately attracted to crystals, right? Some people think mythologically it has a lot to do with Atlantis and, they, you know, big, you know, even Disney kind of keyed on is like a crystal technology thing. But most people don't know 
that crystals, different gemstones and different stones have an electromagnetic signature that can alter your electromagnetic signature if you wear them in the correct geometries and with the right amount of purity. And I only get gemstones at one place. I'm not going to, you know, shout them out at, at this podcast, but I'm actually thrilled to say that, that Leslie has a huge background in geology and, and gemology and gemology itself, mm-hmm. like metallurgy probably also. Mm-mm. Just gemology. Just gemology. Yeah, which is interesting. So when I went to yeah. university at the University of Western Ontario, mm-hmm. um, you know, your first year you just take general ed, right? You just take a bunch of courses, mm-hmm. right? So I just didn't. And geology was one of them because I've always loved rocks, like always. In Canada, I don't know if they did this here, but when you go to a shell station, you would every time you filled up, you would get a little rock. No kidding. And you could put it into this little like case, um, and it would say, you know, appetite or whatever. And you'd get the appetite one and put it in the case, and then you'd have, you know, 12 empty spots. So mm-hmm. it was a way that you to get them to keep going to the same gas station to fill up, right? Because the kids wanted to fill the rocks box. Love it. It was a great marketing. Play. I had a geology set like that too. They had a bunch of different kinds yeah, of stuff. Yeah, but how cool is that, right? Well, so yeah, got... gas stations, that's killer. Right. So, anyway, so I fell in love with rocks at an early age, and then um, I couldn't wait to take geology. And then, second year, when I had to choose my major, mm-hmm. I actually hated all the other four of my courses. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, geology was the only course that I actually kind of liked right. first year. Yeah. So, I majored in geology. And graduated with an honors bachelor of science in geology. And then awesome. I thought, what the heck am I going to do with this right. after I, I graduated? Because yeah. I think I was one of, it's a small, it was a small school at University of Western Ontario. I think I was one of like five women in the course that graduated that year. It was all men, 80% mm-hmm. men. Of course. And uh, I thought, huh, I guess the most prestigious side is gemology of geology. So I thought, I'm going to become a gemologist. Mm -hmm. So the GIA, I'm sure you're familiar with that in Carlsbad, the Gemological Institute of America, is located in Mm -hmm. Carlsbad, California, which is close to here, which is ironic because this was 5,000 miles away from where I was living at the time. Um, And I couldn't afford to go there from where I was. So in Toronto, they have the Canadian Gemological Association, and I took that course, correspondence. And back then, there was no such thing as the internet. Right. I'm aging myself. Um, but yeah, it was all correspondence. I think I did it through the University of Ottawa and had to write my exams there and my tutorials there. So I got my gemological, um, I, don't, I guess, I don't know if it's called a degree or a diploma or whatever it is. Yeah, it's a degree. And then I did nothing with it. Oh, that's not true. I worked in a jewelry store, jewelry store in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. For maybe a year. Okay. And you don't make any money working at a jewelry store. <laughs> you literally, no. I was making like a minimum wage. They were giving right? you commission? Selling, no. Oh, Selling like hundreds of thousands of dollars a week yeah, of diamonds to rich people. Come on now. Grading diamonds, <clears throat> helping with designs, loving okay. the industry, loving working with the gemstones and the stones, but there was just no money in it. Was there energy in it? There were probably you, was notice? energy in it. There probably was. was. High grade concentration the of owner energy. of the jewelry store that i worked at in vancouver canada his name is tony cavelti oh he was a tone. swiss jeweler from switzerland are we allowed to shout he, him out oh yeah okay he was the best was best human. is he passed i don't know 
actually, I don't know, but he was old so when I worked for him. don't get upset at us if you ever find this <laughs> episode. Come, anyway, he wouldn't, ha- he, he wouldn't mind me saying that he was the best on so many levels. He was very, he was an incredible businessman. He was an incredible husband. He was, an ex- mm. he was in, involved in the community and the city. He helped design the um, Vancouver library that was being built at the time that looks like the Colosseum in Rome. Okay. He took part in that. He was just an amazing individual. <clears throat> he had designed pieces for the Queen. Canadian fame, ladies and gentlemen. We are back to Canada. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I don't know why I keep going there. Because anyway, you then I quit. Canadian then I quit. I got we into security. It. I'm still in security and loving mm-hmm. my job. Never knew why I studied geology or gemology because really didn't do anything much with it. Sure. Until recently. Oh, until recently. Until Shambhala. Until then. Until my sensei threw Shambhala level through two or three. Two or three. When it talked about. Clearing gemstones, right? Yes. Yeah, well, because most people don't realize. Like, if you go to one of these conferences, you know, where people are doing new agey stuff or the law of attraction and you're at Abraham or Louise Hayes conferences and people are trying to figure out their mind so they don't keep slapping themselves in the face with it like a wet fish, is basically they'll wear crystals because they have specific healing properties. healing properties right whether yes. it's a quartz or it's mm-hmm. um emerald emerald has a healing effect you're attracted to what your body needs right. which is interesting because Cade, my oldest son mm-hmm. has been attracted to amethyst and malachite just those two stones okay so it's like since he was chakra, like third chakra okay he's 20 now so yeah. since he was 16 since i started getting into them again those are good that's Every, good for a young man. Okay. Definitely. So 16 to 20. Think of an adolescent boy, right? Like, oh, yeah. I he will not <laughs> leave home without it. He has two one malachite, one. If they break, he literally will pick them all up from the beach or wherever they broke, sure. bring them back to me. That's a great consciousness for you. And, and for me to restring. That's right. Because they can actually alter your moods, your um, emotional states, your mental states. Mm-hmm. They can alter your biochemistry. I have a adventurine necklace I use for that. Whenever I'm feeling under the weather, I can wear adventurine. Right now I'm wearing jade, like a, the highest quality jade you can get. Interesting. I picked lapis today, and oh. then I had the drainage of my lymphatic system because <clears throat> that's my throat chakra. Lapis, yeah. I was, You know, lapis to me has always been a, a sixth chakra kind of gemstone, but... At the same time, you know, it, it's multi-purpose because it's just, I mean, the Egyptians loved it and they brought yeah. it to prominence mythologically about like 10,000, over 10,000 years ago. But yeah, each gemstone actually does have an effect. Yeah. And yeah, like has, have, you, have your perceptions changed at all since like your formal training versus... Well, now I know why. Yeah, like everything happens for a reason. So now I know why I study gemstones. Right. Because, I, and I make bracelets. Well, I don't wear oh. them. I do. I make them from all my friends. I kind of do the. I kind of do the same thing, with with um, my bracelets as I do with my sessions. I just okay. make them and give them away. Okay, that's my, good. It, my husband says it's the most expensive. That habit is not habit. a cost efficient way no. of, of doing oh, that. Take him, take him. Yeah. yeah. But talk about exchange It'll of come energy. Back. It always does. Right. It always does. You've had so a very successful last couple I years. I was so. talking to. Yeah. I, do you remember I was talking about my neighbor who was buckled over? Yes. Um, even Senior though he buckles. didn't pay me for the energy work. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. He has paid me in gemstones. That's cool. They he have value. He keeps bringing over you know? gemstones. I don't even know where he gets these beautiful necklaces and stuff from. He's like, hey, do you like Back this? Back of a I truck. Got, 
whatever. He is like, they're beautiful. That's, like, that's he's cool. He's given me a, an amethyst one, a necklace, a gorgeous amethyst one. Be wow. round too, just like in the The round jewels, just like in the book. And we'll the talk about book. what the book is. Uh, at the, Do you want to get into uh, that? That's a good one. I don't no. know. I don't know. No. Like I'm gonna push <laughs> no maybe not. So yeah, and you'll know yeah. how to test for no. Yeah, <laughs> like <I'm gonna> <laughs> yeah maybe not. Um, but sphere, I can say that. Spheres, yeah, spheres. Spheres are the best shape of gems, gemstones. Some people will be attracted to mm-hmm. other shapes. Um, right. But spheres, obviously, if a gemstone has healing property, then it's emanating its healing energy in every direction. Yeah, and it like the way I, I heard it explained also was because our aura is spherical, mm-hmm. that by like you get this kind of saturation that happens when it's when it's done. And again, this is all channeled <laughs> ultra woo woo stuff. This is like level four woo woo. Mm-hmm. Uh, level but four. It's, it's four at least now, four woos. Yeah, that um, that there's there's very expensive versions of these. Like it's like each gemstone has its own physics specifications for the for the greatest expression the most perfect expression of its either healing or elevating or protecting um, power within each of those spectrums um, possible mm-hmm. and uh i don't know just lost my words for a little bit there but yeah each, each the efficacy has to do a lot of times with the geometry and the purity of it mm-hmm. where it was harvested mm-hmm. and uh, i I'll, only get my gemstones in one place now so i've been going to the Gem and bead show, and I buy triple grade A okay. gemstone triple grade a. beads. Sure. Of the particular gemstones yeah, that are in the I book. Know what you're saying. And then I bead them, and then I do I the sh- Shambhala. Um, well, that's a whole other thing. Like I when do. You so attune I, sh- I, I gemstones I, too. So I, I'll do that. Energy systems. So I'll cleanse them and yeah. tune them. Yeah. And string them, and that maybe that's, that's a different why, level of value, though. Oh yeah. That people don't recognize. Well, they do because when they wear them <laughs> and they make it. So I. So one of my son's friends. Right. Um, made one. So I came to my house. He was waiting right. for my son and I was like stringing them. So he mm. made himself one Okay. while he was waiting for my son. Mm-hmm. And we entitled, well, I can't tell you what it's called because it's his name. He, ca- he called it Good. the double, like his name twice. He called okay. it that, right? Like, like let's just say the Josh Josh. No. Call him Steve Steve. <laughs> Whatever. <Right>. So he <laughs> made it and similar to my son, he never right. took it off. Well, his mother called me like, I don't know, a month later, mm-hmm. and said, I can't believe that, because I did the whole Shambhala cleanse attunement mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. She said he won't leave home without it. He went right. to school one day without it, because he had taken it off to go in the shower or whatever, came back after first period to get it, and then went back to school. She goes, what the heck did you put in that bracelet? Right. That's people don't realize you can program objects with either consciousness, like that's specifically like what people use for courts. Mm-hmm. It's like a blank disc and you can program it to do basically whatever using your intelligent will and intent. But not all gemstones do that because they have different levels of proclivity based on their, their colors or, or like what their purpose is. And uh, not only gemstones can do that, but inert objects. I've, I don't think I've ever told you this, but no. I... For Christmas one day, this is right after I had learned Shambhala, I attuned four robes, not like the one I have on. They were, sorry, Mom, they were, they were cheaper. I was, I was broke that Christmas, but I found four robes and gave them to all my family members, and they were like 20 bucks, but they were so like fluffy and comfy. I, I had one like two generations ago, and I just wore it to tatters because it was great. But I had the idea, what if I could attune each of these robes to one of the energy systems that I do so that when they put them on, 
they get healing. They get a healing effect. So I did the experiment that year. And I, I attuned all four of the family. And they still rave about these robes, like whenever I bring them up. The craziest thing is my mom doesn't believe in any of this stuff. She just goes, okay, Josh, great. You would have been a great, you know, lawyer but <laughs> or doctor, but yeah, sure, you're a woo-woo guy, I guess. You know, she doesn't, you know, she's, she's just very complimented. She's, ooh, isn't that nice? Very cool, right? However, she told me last time we were all at breakfast, oh, I still have that robe, and I don't do a single night without it. You know, I'm in that robe literally every night. It feels so good because it feels and so, so good. warm. I tuned it to all four levels of the Shambhala system, and without my family members knowing it, so that when they put it on, it would have an effect. You could do this, parents, with teddy bears to the children that you love or whatever. You could just program it to love them. You know, it doesn't have to be like super woo-woo, but your thoughts can imprint on objects, and when you hand them, that's why they feel weird. And Do you think you that that's them. the same thing like with um, lucky rabbit's feet or anything like that? Halfway there. The belief that it gives you good luck yeah. gives you good luck, but it's not good luck to carry around the severed limb of an animal <laughs> that's true. around you because the rabbit didn't think it was that lucky. No. You know? Sure, little, poor little, poor little guy. rabbit. He was not feeling the luck that day. And plus, there's an enormous difference in the word luck and fortune, the goddess of fortune. Mm -hmm. And, you know, luck, luck is not a lady. Luck is a demon <laughs> that will steal your soul. And it'll give you some breadcrumbs. It'll give you rewards, but it will over time. However, fortune, the goddess fortune, that's where you want to go if you don't want any side effects to your blessings. Mm -hmm. so, so I just thought it was so cool that, like, uh, a robe... Yeah, could entrain that, cool. that I, I attuned so my car you, to all four levels of Shambhala. It's never you, had an accident. So it when you attune perfect. it to Shambhala, do mm -hmm. you do it the same way as you do the gemstones, or do you do uh, it with the with the actual symbols? I don't want to get too much into that, but it's it's kind of like how a space, you know, like how one of my businesses I clear spaces yeah, yeah. with my wife. Mm -hmm. Well, a space is just like a person. You know, if I'm working on a person and I see seven chakras, I can walk into a living room or I'm saying, and I can, my eyes will immediately go to where the crappiest energy is in and around that house. And I'll begin to, <clears throat> begin to like reverse engineer whatever that is using, you know, the, the tools that I have. Um, so yeah, that's can what you I, do that, that with people. That's what I do with people. <laughs> yeah, I do that basically with people, but I do it on spaces you could feel you're like you get into old rooms. It's disgusting, right? You know, you we, did we, it to my boss, my ex bosses. Yeah, do I you did, remember that? Yeah, and then like Years he had ago. like a crazy like. He's still to this day successful. Yeah, he wasn't successful. Things were going horribly. I said, ugh, he energy was having, here sucked. He was having um, employees stealing from yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. This is a whole other business. Me and my yeah. wife do. We'll go to businesses or brand like you're moving to a new house. It'll still have the energy of the last people or memory. People just mostly what we're doing is shifting memory, either in the space or within a person. That's mostly what healing is. So you need to clear it so it has that new car smell. You know, it has a new office feeling. It, it's like a clearing the entire computer out, basically. Which is interesting because I don't know if you settings. remember, but you went right over to the refrigerator. Yeah. And you said this is where the most negative energy is. Right. And you didn't even know that that's where the computer was located, was on top of the refrigerator, on a um, shelf yeah. that no longer existed there. We had oh. taken it down. Well, she had stolen it. 
Oh, that's right. We, she, well, sometimes each business has a problem person that has yeah, well, entity she, problems. So, and we go in to clear yeah, that stuff. Yeah, but you knew exactly where the negative energy was. Yeah. You're like, why is it in it's the, the same fridge? As a body. And it wasn't. It was above the fridge on a shelf, but it had been removed. Yeah, when I do the same. It. When I look at a physical body, Crazy. my eyes snap onto where the, the first You're negative amazing. thing is. You're so sweet. I haven't developed that. Uh, it comes yet. in time. It's just like being honestly like what I imagine being a chef is. I've been at it for 20 years, so I could just look at a dish. I could look at an environment. I could look at a, a being or an aura or whatever. Mm -hmm. I could think of them from a distance at this point and be like, ugh, what's with their hips? Or what's with their, I'm like, I'm a, I'll just notice a sector of them immediately that's the most imbalanced. Like, oh, it's weird. I got hip pain. Oh, how weird. And you just trust that after like mm -hmm. 1,500 applications. You just realize what I'm sensing is what's happening. And you just, it's about refining your sensitivity and palate. And you're going to do that over time. Like the more energy you channel, the more sessions you get. I do get of, messages now that I never <clears> got before. Like I'll know. That's really things, cool. Yeah. That are happening. Or I'll get yeah. a message to tell them. Right. Like, and that's, you got to be very careful when you do that. You know, there's a lot of intuitive psychic people out there. Mm -hmm. But there is a law of non-interference. So you have to know when to be quiet. Because if... If you share some information that alters the destiny or future of somebody and then something negative happens, mm -hmm. it's kind of like in court. You're a co-accomplice now mm -hmm. to that act because it wouldn't involved. have been initiated if yes. you had stayed quiet. Right. So unless it's extremely important or even even like like vital, there's there's always an invitation of doing it because it'll be like, oh, dude, I'll feel psychic if, if I get it right. You know, it'll, yeah. it's kind of like me with healing. Sometimes people walk out and they're like, I didn't feel a thing. You're like, crap, dude. I feel like, but they'll tell you a couple of days later, oh, mm -hmm. this and this happened. Mm -hmm. And you'd be like, oh man, great. You know, <laughs> I would have felt better if it all just went away immediately right in front of us. Mm -hmm. It'd make me feel awesome. But it's not about like I've noticed us. that it sometimes takes a while for energy to trickle through. And that's what I mean by it's already happens in instantaneity, this is what Dr. Bartlett teaches, it's already happened in the now moment. The result has already been achieved. Now just comes out the process of how the neurology connects with that experience so now you're experiencing it in your feeling world. Right. So that's, that's the big difference. So that's why if, if it happens right away and the neurology notices it right away, that was with my they call that it like happened. a miracle. It was, it it's was a miracle. Done. Yeah. It, it, there's no time gap. If there's a time gap, we just call it healing. And it takes time for it to kind of like Guinness silt its way into the new, into the new reality. And then once the new reality is initiated and downloaded, then the brain goes, "Oh, my hip's different." Mm -hmm. And it could take days sometimes for for that noticing to happen, but it always happens, yeah. you know. So uh, I just wanted to thank you for coming here and blabbing with me uh, about woo-woo <laughs> stuff. I hope this won't be the last time you come as, by. As I told you, you're kind I, of a natural at this stuff. Seriously, as I told you when I walked in here, I would pay to come spend time with Stop you. Stop it. Truly. <laughs> truly. Guys, if you could feel the energy in this room, oh, it's... it is amazing. It's like it's like being in a whirlpool pool bath with the jets going on full, Dang. getting your temples rubbed at the same time, <laughs> and just love just pouring into your heart. Like, I'm not awesome. exaggerating. I know. You're sincere as it comes. It's just like we're still you can't, redecorating I can't this. Even, I can't That's even explain it. There. Like how it is. It's full of love. It's full of love and light and well, that's what energy. I mean. Like we also, like if you think about it, besides doing Reiki symbols on our own walls, you can program your own space to produce a specific feeling. Like if you're a writer, you can program your space to produce inspiration and to be able to streamline those parts of your I consciousness. I might have you come over to 
our new house. And do a clearing? Yes, please. Yeah, I think it would it would totally benefit from that. I think it would. Yeah, it works I for your other business. I want my house to feel like this house. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's going to take some work. We got like some really exquisite and, and yet unique um, iconography up around here. Chart of the Iron Presidents here. Uh, Satya Sai Baba over to my right. I have and that it's still, on my wall, on my vision board. Do you? On my vision board in my kitchen. Ballsy. Uh-huh. Ballsy. We got some new treats too from I Mount Shasta. Ho- I call it the Holy Spirit in my house. It is. Right? And yet an I Emmer, which I was derogatorily called while at Mount Shasta by a Eurythmus person. Who what? Were kind of like dancing Amish people, I guess. Said, oh, you know, the I Emmers. You know, like, yeah, dude, that's God's name. Just be careful when you. I am creates reality. Surprise. Did you guys know that? If you say I am. Surprise. That's the magic are, words. It is. So if you say I am something negative, then you absolutely are. So when someone asks you how you are, yeah. say I am. Don't say sick and tired. No. I am. And I whatever am. follows that is going to happen. Yes. So and I mean I it's going to happen. So I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am easiest patient. Ever. I am kind. I'm forgiving. I'm yeah. loving. If you want more metaphysical informa- information on how to get really good at that right away, there's a gentleman by the name of Peter Mount Shasta, who also is a um, kind of a disciple of the Ascended Masters, which would be a topic of other podcasts, of course, because we still have to <laughs> grow into this thing. Because we just keep blabbing and blabbing. You've got to grow into this thing. But yeah, there's there's a scientific use of the phrase I am, which is basically God's God's name as revealed by, you know, I am that I am. So every time that you say I am, you're keying in and using those powers, whether you're aware of it or not, whether you think you are or not. Your life is either awesome or is the shambles is an exact reflection of what you say after that mm-hmm. phrase, basically. What's beautiful is you can use the exact same tool of creation to make your life as perfect and awesome as you want. And we're going to get into more of the physics of that as the show progresses and grows. It's going to probably be very different than what it sounded like today. I don't know if I'll be cursing in other episodes or if I will <laughs> have a better engineer. I don't have a producer or anything like that that can make this uh, heightened. Just got some like weird, cool like like buttons and said like, how you doing? And Ed and yes, Mocha. things are going quite well, quite well. Yeah, just, just cheesy <laughs> stuff like that that a complete novice in this stuff would uh, know. But after Ant, um He's Mr. Woo-woo. I am. Mr. Woo Woo, and I thank you so much for joining Leslie and I today. Thank you, Josh. Absolutely delightful, and uh, I hope I can have you back. Absolutely. You did absolutely great. Thank you, Les. 